How are you? Don't you love the music? Yes. <laughs> I am ready. I get like music stirs me and gets me going. Yes. Yes. Super mo motivating for sure. But thank you so much for coming on, everybody. This is Kat West. She's based out of Orlando, Florida. Um, she's with EXP Realty, so we have that in common. And today we are going to talk about social media and how social media can really impact your business. I think Kat has done a, a phenomenal job uh, with social media. She is um, absolutely amazing in business. Um, also my go-to realtor for Orlando, Florida. <laughs> So we're so happy to have her. So Kat, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I feel like, you know, this year just took off yesterday. Everything's oh my gosh. slow. And then yesterday it was like, bam, bam, bam. I know. <laughs> like everything's moving so quickly. Like it was just New Year's the other day. And like now it's, you know, we're going into the, the third month of the year. I, I can't even believe it. I know. I'm nice. Wild. Yeah. I'm how's, for it. how's the weather there? Oh, it's so sunny. <laughs> How many, it's, it's where are you guys in the 80s, the 70s? Like, where are you guys in January? Well, you know what? It was actually really cold this morning. It's 65 degrees right now. Oh, I'm wow. in Oviedo, Florida, which is a little town, like, suburb east of, like, central Orlando. Oh, and wow. we're in the 60s, which is, you know, during the day it gets warm because the sun's out. But yep. this morning it was, like, frigid. Yep. So your winters, are they normally like 60 degrees? Like what, what kind of weather do you guys experience? Um, I mean, we can be in flip-flops on Christmas day, or you might get a week where you get, you know, in the forties and that's freezing to us Floridians, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't complain. We get a lot of warm weather, which I love. So I am a flip-flop girl because of Florida. Yeah. I am such a flip-flop girl. It's so easy. You just put on something really light you know, yep. like and some jeans or some shorts and throw on some flip flops. And I don't think it's ever left me. Like I lived in Florida for eight years. Um, I actually went to school in Florida. So I went to Florida International University in Miami. Cool. Spent about eight years of my life in Florida, which I think really contributed to a lot of my personal and, you know, professional growth and development, which is which is really cool. So Florida is like a second home to me. Well, I love it. It's funny because South Florida is a completely a different animal than oh, yeah. Central Florida. I lived down there for a couple of years myself and was yes. amazed it. You can just go a couple hours down south and be in another world. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I've been, I've been, you know, I've been to Tampa, I've been to Orlando, I've been to Miami, and I know those markets are also very different. Um, yeah. In New in New Jersey, when it gets cold. Like during the holidays, the market typically really slows down. There's, yeah. not, there's not as much movement. It's very um, quiet for the most part. I mean, you, you still can have business, but it's not as booming as it is in, I would say, February. It's, we start to gear up for the year and then it really starts to slow down in like end of October. Yeah. Do you guys experience that at all since your weather's I, pretty? I do see a big slowdown like in November. Uh -huh. December and then January, but people are starting to get back into it January. Yes. You know, they've yeah. gotten over the holidays. They don't have to worry about like not getting out in the cold, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so um, it makes it very different. But I yeah. mean, we're 
pretty steady all year long, except for those couple months where it slows down a little bit, but yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. really cool. So let's talk about these markets. Um, I mean, I'm familiar with the Miami market because I've lived there. So I know the movement in Miami. Mm -hmm. I haven't actually done real estate in Florida yet. It's on mm -hmm. my radar <laughs> at some point in my life. But um, I know that the area that you're in being in like central Florida could be very different than the other markets. Um, but you've you've been in the business for how long now? I'm going on my seventh year now. Wow. Yeah. Wow, nice. What did you do before real estate? So funny question that you would ask that. Well, right before real estate, I was in sales. I was working with a wedding magazine and I managed their sales team, kind of worked my way up the ladder there. But before that, I was a professional acrobat and dancer. Really? So I traveled all over the world. I was on cruise ships and lived in Las Vegas and LA and did a little bit of, you know, you'd have a contract for six months. Right. You'd be working to get your next contract, whatever that was going to be. Right. It's very typical, just like real estate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got a sale, but let's get to the next one because I'm going to be broke when this one closes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. And I think, you know, I think, I think everybody, you know, especially just starting out experiences those dips in their business where you kind of have like a little bit of gap and you have to close the gap and, and all of that. So I know exactly how that works, but you seem to be doing very, very well. What, yeah. what is it? 15 million closed? Yeah. Last, last year? year was 15 million. It was an awesome year. I was very blessed to bring my husband into the business. So he was in commercial, not commercial, sorry, new construction. Oh, nice. Um, right before he came over to take the leap and work with me. And oh, it's just been amazing. Um, you know, two is better than one. <laughs> it just, oh, absolutely. You can't do everything on your own. So yes. um, that has been amazing. Um, yeah, so that was a big part of last year. And two, well, in February will be my third year with EXP. Okay. So um, that just was a huge piece of the success um, mm -hmm. being surrounded like people like yourself and other top producing agents all over the country yeah. really helped to pour into looking at my business in a different way instead of just looking at the next transaction you know we have a multifaceted business now mm -hmm. um, that I don't I don't always just have to worry about that transaction side of the business which in right. the beginning can actually be more work and feel yeah. like, oh no, I'm adding more things on, but yeah. it has just freed up opportunity for us, um, yeah. for my husband to be able to come on and work with me. So, well, that's a dream. So yeah. you guys are, are, are business partners. Yeah. We're that's business awesome. Partners. Yep. <laughs> it's so a learning process. So what is your focus? So like, what do you, what are the two of you focused on? Are you focused on new construction? Do you take all clients in? Yeah, so we are really focused in on Oviedo, which is where we live. Okay. Um, but we also like that is our focus for the real estate sales and business that we do. Um, but I do tend to work with a lot of um, buyers that are out of state or even out of country that are looking for short term rentals as well. Um, because we just have such a big market for that over by Disney. There's a lot of Airbnb, like that's where the majority of our Airbnbs are, right? Okay. Um, so I do a good deal of that as well. And then we have a team of 20 agents across the country. Um, a handful of them are here in Central Florida. 
Um, but that is like where a big part of our focus is, is helping to build them up and for their businesses to grow. Yes, absolutely. So with EXP, I mean, it's amazing that you have that opportunity to bring agents in all over the country. Um, I didn't have that opportunity when I was with another brokerage. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's very nice, you know, to be able to work with um, agents all over the globe, um, all over the country, which is not, you know, typical of most, you know, real estate agents and their business. So how did you go about getting these agents to join you? Um, What are the things that you were doing and how are you building them up if you're in Florida and they're in a completely different market than the one that you're in? Well, I mean, to answer, I guess, your first question about where did they, all of my, I mean, the majority of my business has come from social media in general. Transactions, pretty much 95% of our agents have come from social media. They have reached out and, you know, been interested in partnering. So that's where it's come from, you know, the agents that we've partnered with. I mean, we partner with agents that are already producing as well to help Mm -hmm. them to build their business. Um, So they don't necessarily need to be right here with us, right? right? Because if they are right here with us, we take a handful of those agents and we mentor them from the very beginning. Like if they're agents that just got their license, but if they're in, you know, I have an agent in Las Vegas and she doesn't need me to hold her hand through every step of the process. But if she did, then she would have her local mentor there that we would partner her up with to help her through So, uh, so yeah, but I mean, everything has really, not everything, but a majority of the business has come from social media. That's really cool. So when you started social media, how did you build yourself up to where you are? Because you have how many followers now? You have a huge Um, following. I think it's over 20,000 now. Wow. Look to see the exact number, but yeah, it's over 20,000, but I always tell everyone this. Like, it does not matter how many followers you have. I have less than 300 followers on TikTok, and I've gotten two sales this year from that platform. Very nice. What? You yeah. know, I mean, and it's just like, it's mind blowing because when I got started on Instagram, mm-hmm. I had probably like, I don't know, maybe like 1,500, 1,800 followers. Uh-huh. Um, so, and it's been a while since I've had that small amount of followers, which I, it's not small. Like I want everybody to get out of this mindset of like, it matters how many followers you have, because it really truly matters who you're connecting with, Mm -hmm. you know, because if you have 20,000 followers and they're not connecting with you, it really doesn't make a difference in your business. You know, it's about being profitable, not popular. Right. Right. (laughs) So, um, yeah, but I mean, to grow that it's really been, I always tell everyone, First, you have to find out who are they, who are the people that you want to attract, that you want to work with, that is your Mm -hmm. ideal client. We always hear about that ideal client avatar, right? But like, first you have to know who they are. Then you also have to know who you are and not deviate that to go out and find who that other person is. Absolutely. You, right? Yep. Um, And then once you know those two things, you can get consistent on the type of content that you want to produce and have available for them to binge on. You want binge worthy content that your ideal client wants 
to watch and consume. So just putting that out consistently, that has been monumental in the growth and I think the success of being on social media, because you can't just show up once and then, you know, say, oh, but I posted something about, you know, by a whatever it is, a two, one buy down. I posted a Mm -hmm. video about a two, one buy down. Like Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago, I didn't get anything from that. Okay. But you have to keep going, right? Yep. Yeah. Your people might not have been watching it that day. So what else can you get out there so that your people can find you and know that like they trust you because you're there all the time. Like you're building that trust. Yep. And I think what you said was really important. It's like you, you really need to know who you are And, you know, even that takes time because sometimes who you are outside of business could be quite different than who you are in business because we all wear many hats. Mm -hmm. So just making that transition into um, the social media world and like learning what your voice is going to be and learning what your, you know, I mean, personality is personality, but, you know, sometimes people have a social media personality that doesn't always translate into every area of their life, but you just need to know your voice and you need to be comfortable with who you are. That's the best starting place. That's the, I think that's the key there is being comfortable with it, putting Mm -hmm. it out there and not everybody liking it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and the more, I think once you get comfortable with that, that's where the confidence comes in and people who aren't necessarily like you, are attracted to you. Right. So I'll give you an example. So my, you know, on my social media, I talk a lot about real estate, but I talk mm-hmm. a lot about my faith. And right. I'm very open about that. It's just who I am. It's what I believe. You know, I talk about that. And I, you know, there was a time where I didn't because I was like, oh, this might be too polarizing. And there's going to be people like clients that you know, aren't going to agree with me. But Mm -hmm. once I finally stepped out and I was like, I'm just going to be who I am. It doesn't matter who you are. Right. But like, Mm -hmm. this is part of me. I had, it was like my second year, not my second year, but my second year at EXP. And I Uh got um, an Instagram buyer who happened to be of the Muslim faith. And they bought a $1.3 million home, which in our area, that is very, you know, that's a high end luxury property. And it was like, I had never met this person before, you know, and I would have thought, oh, we're so different in that way, right? Like we believe different things, but it didn't matter. Like there was something about me authentically being who I am and not apologizing for that, that attracted this client towards me. So I just, I love to tell that story because I feel like it can be in anything like it does. You don't have to share your faith or whatever it is in order for people to connect with you. But if Mm -hmm. there is something that is really big part of your life, like that makes you relatable and people say, no, I like that, that she's open about that. Yes. Yes. So I, I do, I do agree. I agree. I feel like even when I started just, you know, just posting on social media in general, I was very like, Oh my gosh, should I post this? Should I post that? Is it a perfect picture? Is it a perfect video? Um, and I just remember learning about, you know, social media and talking to a, a lot of influencers like yourself and everyone pretty much says the same thing. It's the moment that you stop worrying and you stop caring is the moment that people will start to really want to connect with you. Mm-hmm. And um, 
you know, your people will find you. Um, and I also think that there's a lot of growth that can happen on, on, on Instagram, like where you start is not always where you're going to end up. You can yeah. find yourself along the way. Um, so yeah, I think that's a, I think that's such an important point to drive home. Like you don't have to pick this person or, you know, your goal of what you're going to be on social media and then stick with it forever. You know, yep. I mean, I was single and then I was engaged and I was oh, married nice. all these different seasons and people uh -huh. get to watch your journey. And I think that's also something that people really connect with Yeah, your journey of, you know, what changes throughout yes. your life. Yeah, absolutely. So when you started, so you said you started seven years ago, you've been in the business for seven years. Mm -hmm. What was your beginning stages like? Like if you could explain like year one to year three to now where you are, like what has that growth been like? Like when you started, what kind of support did you have? Mm -hmm. um, who were you learning from? Um, were you selling a lot? Did you kind of jump right in? Were you juggling, you know, a job? Um, in addition to trying to learn real estate, which I know a lot of agents, you know, are doing because it's it's a it's a very uh, difficult industry to get in, you know, without having that support in some. Yeah, way. well, and I mean, you need to spend money to make money. You so money if you aren't, money. aren't making any, and you don't have, you know, some kind of support system to lend to that, it can be very difficult for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was, like I said, I was working at the magazine for the first six months. And okay. then um, I knew eventually I wanted to do this full time. But um, after six months, they um, relinquished my position. And okay. um, I was like, all right, I'm all in. <laughs> I think it was a Jan, it was in January. Uh -huh. And um, I had been doing it for six months. So I feel like I got my footing in those six months, I had written some offers, I had a listing, you know, it, the listing didn't work out like I but I had kind of understood what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, now I can just like jump into doing this. Um, and my first year, I really utilized I had been in the wedding industry. So I was like, I'm going to use that I'm going to market to everybody that I know in the wedding industry, the vendors, the bra, I did wedding shows, like I was helping couples go from wedding bells to doorbells. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I'm going to use what I already know, the network that I already have. Um, and I did a ton of networking and a ton of social media. And I mm -hmm. think that those two like married very well, because it wasn't like my first year, I wasn't getting a ton of social media buyers and sellers that didn't know me. It was people that kind of knew me, saw me on Instagram, I would go out and network, I'd meet people. And then they'd say, Oh, you know, we want to work with you, or we know somebody. So those two really married, very married. Oh, my gosh, I'm not even meaning to say that. <laughs> well, it's, um, it's applicable to what you're talking about. It does. I think married the two. It worked really, it worked. really well together. So I did that. Um, and then, I mean, I just did a ton of networking. I did door knocking. Like I tried everything, but I was a big goal setter. Like before I got into real estate, I knew like I had worked my way up in a sales position because, okay, I knew that if I talked, if I had 10 valuable conversations every week, mm -hmm. that it would eventually pay off. Like this is a numbers game. So I just made my, that my goal, like every single week I'd go to a networking event and then I'd plan out like 10 coffee dates. We weren't doing zoom meetings. So I would like go and meet 
10 people each week and make sure that real estate came up in the conversation. Um, and that first year I sold, um, I think it was just under 2 million. I had like seven transactions. Nice. So it was like, it was good for a first year, you know? Um, and then I stayed pretty like that kind of stayed consistent. I didn't like have any real massive growth, um, mm -hmm. until I came over to EXP really. And wow. I had the training and I had like these other resources. I had the referral network. I mean, that has really blown up my business. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Tapping into that, to the referral network. I mean, you just can't match 86,000 plus agents. You know, I was with a local brokerage um, mm -hmm. when I started. So it was great. And I, my broker was right there. Like anytime I had a question, he was always answering the phone. It was great, right. but I didn't have anybody else outside right. of that. You know, the top producing agents at my brokerage, like they were busy selling houses, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so it was a lot of, you know, YouTube and just trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. um, and then like just really dialing in to the social media. And I think after... I guess after like year four, probably I really like had dialed into social media more because I saw that it was working. Like my second year, um, I got my first business, like $2 million worth of business that was from a loan social media. Wow. So after that, I was like, okay, it's working. You know, I've had the naysayers. And I remember I had um, a developer come to me. And he said, Kat, like, you're showing all of these homes off and doing these videos on Facebook and Instagram. Like, are you really getting any business from that? Mm -hmm. And it was so deflating because I hadn't yeah. yet. You know, I hadn't gotten the person that just called me and said, we or messaged me, DM'd me and said, we saw you on Instagram. Like, can you sell or buy our house? So I hadn't had that yet. So then that second year when it actually happened, I was like... Okay, I knew this was going to happen, but yeah. I'm seeing it now. Yes. You know? yep. And um, so then I really like took off with it because I saw it for myself. But I wish that I had just taken off even more so in yeah. the beginning. Yeah, but you know, you you live and you learn. And honestly, everything is a building block. You know, you, 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 you have to lay the bricks down one at a time. Um, there's different phases that, you know, you go through while you're growing. So... All, I can relate to a lot of the things that you're saying. I mean, my first year in real estate, I, I actually moved my first year in real estate. So I got my license in New Jersey and then wound up moving to Texas six months later. So I think I probably had like one lease under my belt. I was always a people person. So it was great working with people, uh -huh. you know, taking them out to show homes. I had done some open houses, so I understood how that worked, but I didn't really like draw up offers. I didn't have any listings. Like I didn't get a chance to do that because I wound up having to pick up and leave for business. Mm -hmm. um, so I moved down to Texas and was here um, for business. I was, you know, representing a professional athlete at the time and we negotiated a contract, had to move him closer to his trainer. So, um, I wound up moving here and I said, you know what, I'm not going to give up my dreams of, of being in real estate. And how real estate came about for me was, you know, I saw the need. So I was surrounded by professional athletes and I would watch them grow. So as they grow, you start noticing, you know, people are renting an apartment and then renting a nicer apartment and then moving into a condo. And then now you see they're moving into a house, you know, and then a bigger house and then a mansion. 
And I was just yeah. looking at the growth and I said, there is an opportunity here. And I've always been the kind of person to think multi-dimensional. So I think multi-level all the time. It's just the way that my mind works. And so I thought to myself, okay, I'm now in this arena. I have one client and I plan on growing my, my client list of which, of which I, I did. Um, I started, you know, giving advice to, you know, other athletes. There was another athlete that I worked with. Um, the dynamics were a little different than the, the one that I started with, but, um, needless to say, I didn't want to give up my dreams of, of having that opportunity. So that's how my second license came about. Now, originally I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't wake up and say, Hey, I want to become a real estate agent. I never thought that I would have even gotten to real estate in the first place because my background is public relations and marketing. Uh -huh. So I went to school for communications. I actually started as a biology major. So <laughs> long story short, because I've I, listen, I've had so many experiences in my life, and I think it, you know, it it brought me so much um, perspective and wisdom because I was able to touch so many things. But this is kind of how life is. Sometimes life will take you, you know, from one place to the next, and it's not something that you initially planned, but. I had done very well with science and art, two opposites, but did very well with science. And um, I was like, you know, wanted to be a doctor. I was like, I'll be an anesthesiologist one day or maybe a radiologist. I was like in, really into these things. And I said to myself, I was like, I'm going to go and be a doctor. And back then, my personality was very, very, very reserved. I was very quiet, a little bit of an introvert. I'm the complete opposite now. But um, yeah, so things have changed so much. But I went to school originally as a biology major. My first two years in college, I was studying biology. And then living in Miami, and this is why I say um, Florida had a big um, impact on my personal growth and development. I was exposed. I became exposed to so many things while living in Miami. So you have people coming in from so many different cities. It's kind of like a hub. Yeah. So it was a melting pot for communications. And I started to see, you know, the actresses would come in and then the actors. And then you have um, you have a lot of music that happens out of Miami. And I started to become interested in that arena. And I said, well, how do I do that? I said, let me go communications. My personality starts to change. I started to open up more. I was meeting people, talking to people all the time, became like this a social butterfly, so to speak. And so I changed my major. I changed my major to communications. My focus was uh, public relations and my minor was business marketing. So from there, I thought I was going to go either into the music industry or maybe in the sports direction. I ended up in both, but really landed and, and, and made footing in, you know, like the professional sports arena. And, you know, that's how real estate fell into my lap because it's one thing that led, yeah. led to the next. And um, I love it. I love it now. Um, I could relate to you in so many ways because my first year, I also worked at a small brokerage, um, a, a big name, but a small brokerage. There was two offices and all of the top producing agents were just so busy. They yeah. were just in and out, in and out, in and out. Like you would never see them. So my broker was always there and available, you know, for coaching, but it's just, you, you feel like you just don't have enough people to kind of go to mm -hmm. or watch to see how things are being done. So what I did was, is I partnered with, um, I essentially partnered with one of the top agents that were, was in the brokerage and I would do showings and I would show up for open house, like anything she needed, I was there. Yeah. And it was my way of learning things. 
Mm -hmm. I didn't get paid much for it, but I had to put the work in in order to learn what I needed to do next. And I think with my first brokerage, I probably had a few transactions under my belt. um, And then I moved to EXP. So moving to EXP has been amazing. Um, It's definitely an eye opener. Like what I thought real estate was and what I think of real estate now, two totally different things, just switching Mm -hmm. Companies. It's been phenomenal. So um, I I have grown as well since I've been with with EXP. I've I've done a lot more transactions. I'm very familiar with you know the process and the psychology of a buyer and seller. Um, and I'm excited about you know continuing to grow. So I'm happy that we're having this conversation because social media I think is is really important. Um, I feel like you do it very very well. And um, there's just so much to learn from how 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 you're you know how you're doing things. Um, I haven't quite gotten <laughs> to where you are in terms of consistency, and I, you're very creative with the videos and the content that you put out. You can tell that it's very intentional. Um, so you are speaking to your audience, which I think is I think is amazing. Um, but I've gotten into um, radio, which is what I do. <laughs> Um, so I try to implement radio into my Instagram, which I think is my thing. Um, but I, th- I think it's great. I think it's, I think it's great. Like, you know, everything that you're doing. So how, like, what is your day to day? Like when it comes to like creating content, like wh- how do you come up with the things that you do? Is this something that you're pre-planning or is, do you kind of do as you go? Are you in it when you're recording? So I always have like a note section in my phone for IG ideas. Okay. And it's so simple. This is no like revolutionary idea. <laughs> but anytime I scroll and I see a reel that, oh, I want to create something like that. Or I think, oh, I need to show off this neighborhood. Like I will write it down. Um, if there's trending audio, I will write down, you know, where the trending audio is from. I'll obviously save it in Instagram, then write it down in my notes. And then when I have my days, so I usually do Mondays for a couple hours, I'll do content creation. Um, But I mean, my weeks are very fluid and I'll look at them on Sunday to prepare for the whole week because sometimes I'll have a buyer in town or a seller in town. And I just, I've never been able to just say, okay, these are my hours for showings. And I just, I don't see how agents do that. And I know there's a lot of agents who, do this and do really well. Um, But this last year in particular, we have really utilized showing agents. So I'm, I'm not going on as many showings as I have in the past. And I think, I don't know if somebody knows a better way. (laughs) I just, I can't get to all the showings, right? Absolutely. Um, So that has been big because then I do have the time to, I probably spend like maybe three hours a week creating content. It's not that much, you know, but that's also paired with I'm scrolling and I get an idea and I write it down. I don't do it right then. Like I wouldn't be able to put everything into that three hour chunk of time unless I had put it down in my notes and then I can just pick from that and go. Um, So that's pretty much how I do it. And then I'm also trying to do more things where like I just did one where I was showing off a few different neighborhoods. So I do the first part of the video and the rest of it is homes. Yeah. 
showcasing the neighborhood, you know, so I like to add in a lot of that. But as far as my week goes, I mean, that's what I'd say. I have my few meetings that I do every week. We have our team meeting um, with our local team, the West Collection. And then on Wednesday, we have our national team meeting. Um, and that's where all the agents come on. Um, and then I have a couple chunks of time for content, like two hour blocks. Mm -hmm. um, and then other than that, I'm plugging things in depending on like what the week looks like, you know, and what the priority is. But I really like to focus on this has helped me tremendously. It's like, what are my three major valuable actions that I need to do for the day? Because right. I get ahead of myself and try to plan out the whole week, like things change. That's why I love this business. I love yeah. that it changes and that I don't, I don't have to have a nine to five and do the same thing every day. But mm -hmm. I, what helps me is every day I get focused on, okay, what are these three high value activities I need to get done, get those done. And then I can work other things in there. Cause to me, like being with my family and being a mom and having time for, you know, all of those things are just monumentally important. I don't want to work, you know, 10 hour days every day. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, even, even with me, like as a single mom, just raising a child on my own, um, it took me years to get to like where I am right now, where I have a business that's moving and I'm able to, you know, sit down and not have to commit to a nine to five. So Planning and pre-planning is very important. Um, I think my first year, I was actually taught to just do. So it was just like, just do. <laughs> I wanted to have like an organized, you know, schedule, but, you know, just starting out with clients, you know, sometimes, you know, clients, you got to take clients to see multiple homes and, you know, you get, you get a new client and it kind of throws a wrench in your plans. So I understand how, you know, real estate can change like day by day. So it's really, I, I think it's cool that you have those three things that you focus on for that, for that one day at a time. Yep. Cause things are ever so changing. It's always different. Like I always take my son to school right now. We're doing um, a prayer. Like our church is doing a fast. So every morning we're getting up at six 30, which I'm so excited. Well, we get up <laughs> at like six, but I'm so excited because I get it. I go through seasons where I get yes. up early and I feel great. And then sometimes I get off of it and I'm, yeah. Oh, those are the worst days when I'm just, running to jump into my day. Like I need that time with the Lord. Yep. Like it just refreshes me. <laughs> I feel so much more peaceful. So right now that's what it looks like. Um, during the week, we're getting up at six 30, we have that hour and then I'm help. I'm getting my son ready, taking him to school. And then I'm plugging things in throughout the day, you know, like we're doing this. Um, and then a couple hours before we were shooting some video content. Um, and then I'll have like some open hours because things come up and you got to put out fires, right? So you need some of those open hours too. You do. Feel, to be able to yeah. get those things done. Yeah. So what's, what is your day typically like? It starts at six in the morning. And then when do you just like cut it off and say, my day is done? I usually, <laughs> well, I try to cut it off around four because oh, wow. I put my son up at one from school. And then, um, my mother-in-law takes care of our son, like on the second half of the day. Mm -hmm. So I, I try to cut it off at four, but if I have somebody like I'm flexible, if I have a listening appointment or, you know, 
a new buyer consultation I needed to take, I can do that. But I try to cut it off at four and be able to, you know, have that time with him and bedtime comes before you know it. <laughs> I know. I know the days. Move How old is your son? He's going to be three in February. Oh, he's a baby. Oh my gosh. So I, so want, like, I want that time, you know, absolutely full, full time. I mean, I'm going to just be working that whole time he's in school. So yeah. Yeah. I think, I think what's great is your, um, your business took off like while, like during you just becoming a mom, like, what was that like? <laughs> I mean, it really, it really did. Um, it's so funny because I remember so vividly being pregnant and wanting to just like learn from all these moms. Okay. How do you do it? What's the secret? Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to, how am I going to fit everything in? And it is so true. You just like, you figure it out. But the biggest thing I learned is that in order to, have a successful business and like have that time to be a mom, you have to let people help you. Yeah. Like you have to, or else I I wouldn't have time to do what I'm doing. Like if my, I have the most amazing mother-in-law in the world. Oh. Like if I did not have her to help us, I mean, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing, you yeah. know, because we really wanted to have family in these, you know, early years to really help. Um, with him but like if I didn't have her and somebody to cook and clean like I'm not doing laundry I'm not mm -hmm. doing dishes I mean some once in a while I am <laughs> yeah <laughs> you wouldn't how do you have time to do it all yeah. that's why people I think and not that I'm not exhausted but I feel like I'm not as much as I would be if I was you know taking on those other tasks so yeah having somebody to help I think that is just been tremendous. And then also leveraging this other revenue stream um, mm -hmm. with EXP that has been monumental because I don't have to worry about just the next transaction and feel like, oh no, what am I going to do if I don't have another sale coming up? Yeah. You know, I have this padding um, mm -hmm. to help with that financially. So yeah. Nothing. So you have 20, you have 20 agents. How long did it take you to accumulate 20 agents? Well, we just hit 20. So, um, yeah, cause I came on, I guess I'm going into, this will be my second full year. Cause I came on February, 2020. Okay. 2020, right? Oh, geez. Now I can't remember. April. I think I was April. 2020. So May 1st would be my anniversary date. And I think it would make two years this year. Okay. Yeah. I think this, no, this is going to February. I will have been here two years actually. Oh, nice. 21, 22. Okay. I'm pretty sure, but now I'm like really confused because <laughs> no, I think this is my, my second full year. Yeah. Yeah. This is my second full year with EXP. I think I said third before. Nice. Nice. Um, but 2020 is when I had my son. So when he was, I do remember when he, right before he turned um, one is when I had the conversation with Gogo and was like, okay, something has to change. Like I can't yeah. just be selling houses all the time. Cause I do remember in 2020, I was, it was just houses for me and my business was starting to build up even more. And I remember being at my sister-in-law's house and my son was like six months old and mm -hmm. we were 
in the middle of the night, he was crying and I, and I was like taking care of, I had like five deals under contract and things were blowing up left and right. And I was like, I remember crying. My husband was like, Oh my gosh, what's wrong? Like, I, can't, I can't do it like this. Like, I don't want to yeah. work like this. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. I don't want to be like so upset that I'm waking up in the middle of the night because I also have all of these other, like, and we're on vacation technically, yeah. you know? So um, yeah, that was 2020. And then 2021 was when I was like, okay, this has to change. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, other ways of earning income where I'm not there. I'm not doing everything. Yeah, 100%. And that's what I love about eXp because there's so many different opportunities, you know, so many different, you know, streams of income. We have revenue share, which is, which is, which is what you were touching on. Mm-hmm. So um, we have stocks, um, then we have the sales aspect, and there's so many other ways to bring in business like the referral network, and we've got workplace, and we've got so many things. Yeah. So, the division, that's something I haven't even tapped into. <laughs> I know. You know what? I'm really interested in the in, in commercial. I've mm-hmm. done some commercial things. I've done commercial leases. Um, there is a big have, opportunity there with EXP. Oh, yeah. Yeah. EXP yeah. is very solid with commercial, their commercial division. I think it's mm-hmm. one of the, if not the most competitive, but one of the most competitive in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to EXP Cabo and they, you know, did an introduction on EXP commercial and it was very so oh, awesome. Did you do that last year? I did EXP Cabo last February. It's going to be a year almost. Um, yeah, it was really cool. So it's, it's a smaller group. It's put on by Brent Gove and um, you, you have agents that kind of fly in from all over and everybody connects. It's more of a relaxed environment. Like, you know, we do... We do have conferences, but they're more on the lighter side. So it gives everybody the opportunity to really sit down and like meet each other and connect and, you know, do dinners and, you know, activities. So that was really, really cool. Um, but EXP has so much to offer mm-hmm. in terms of um, what the agent has like access to. So let's talk about like revenue share and like stocks and. All right to sales like where are you in that and you know how has that really impacted your business um i mean that has been huge so i just um iconed which it'll be coming out you deserve it thank you yeah it's oh my gosh it's kind it's surreal because That was, you know, the year before my husband came on, I was like, well, I don't want to sell that many homes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't like that wasn't the goal because mm-hmm. I mean, you. so what happens with ICOM for people who maybe don't know that are listening is once you cap at EXP and you sell 20 more uh, transactions, then you become an ICON agent. They award you and they give you your, your cap back in company stock. So, um, and there are a couple things you have to do conferences you have to go to, to get the full cap back. But I think they give you the first 8,000 back right away. Um, and then after that, the conferences, so I'm going to earn all of that back. But my mindset was before I was like, well, if I don't, as long as I build up my revenue share and bring on agents across the country, then like that will take care of my $16,000 cap anyway. Yes. You know, the, the earnings from that. So, Mm -hmm. um, 
so we're doing both, but yeah, but I, I got to icon, which has been really cool. Um, really awesome. exciting. And it was a lot of work this last year, but oh my goodness, like team go, go. And this referral network has been huge for that because that was about a little over $6 million worth of the business. Oh, wow. This year. Wow. So, um, you know, almost half of the business. Yeah. <laughs> that network. Um, so those are, you know, the iconing, that was a part of it. And then my revenue share, um, I have 20 agents now. Um, so that has been really huge. And my whole goal was always just to pour into them and for their businesses to grow. Like that's going to fund my revenue share. That's going to grow as long as they're growing and I'm able to serve them well. So um, that was the whole mindset behind revenue share for me because it's, it's a lot of work to be like, you're, you're basically building two businesses. If you're building your transaction and you're building your revenue share, I mean, some people talk about it being passive income, but it's not passive income at the beginning. Like you're working at it so that eventually it will be more passive income because what I do with my agents is fun. Like it doesn't feel like work, right? You know, I am getting to just pour into them and help them build their business. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it still is, you know, you have to put some effort into it. Yeah. And like, once you keep going, I mean, there's, there's agents at eXp that have thousands and thousands of agents in their downline. And once you get to that point, you know, everything is pretty much working for itself. Well, and what's so beautiful about that is where that, you know, kind of sitting back and not having to put in all the work comes in is, you know, I think it's Curtis Johnson. He has 47 agents Mm -hmm. and he has thousands in his doubt. So those 47 agents have brought on thousands. He hasn't been putting that work in. They have. Yes. So it just, it grows exponentially, which is, I mean, it's just beautiful the way it's set up. So it's like your frontline agents will feed the rest of the business in terms of, you know, revenue share. And, you know, when you get to a point where you have thousands of agents, you might not even know them all, you know, but they're still producing agents. And then you reap the benefits as, Mm-hmm. As, as, you know, as the, as the, you know, as the agent with these agents in your downline. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think that's, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and then also the stock aspect, like we trade on, on NASDAQ. There's not a lot of companies that are doing that. There's some that are moving into, you know, that space that don't have the exact same business model that we do, but um, that's also another way to accumulate um, income. It is. Yeah. That's a great way. I mean, so we get, our first closing of the year. Yep. The agent that you bring on their very first closing, you get $400 worth of stock. Um, And then when you cap, you get $200 worth of stock. So I I just love that they (laughs) reward us with money. (laughs) I can tell how passionate you were when you said that you're like, I just love. I do. I mean, honestly, anytime anybody asks me why I made this switch, it was because of the money. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. Yes, like there's this aspect where I get to build and pour into a team and do all of these things that I feel like I have a calling to do. But like, this is business. I did this to make a better living for my family so that, mm-hmm. you know, 
I could fund all of these things. Like yeah, you can't pour into people if you're not making the income to be able to allow you the freedom of time to do that. Right. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, the name of the game, especially in our business is to make the most money in the shortest period of time. So how do you do that? You know, this is why business models really, really matter. And I've mentioned it to so many people so many different times. And I think a lot of the things that agents fail to do in the beginning, and I'm guilty of the same thing because you don't know, you know, you're an independent contractor. Um, you need to hang your license somewhere, but where do you hang it? And the first thing you think is, you know, because we're trained to think this way, you know, in, in just the work industry in general, is who's willing to accept my application? Who's going to hire me? So in real estate, it's actually the reverse. Like you're almost essentially hiring your broker yeah, as an independent contractor. So it's really important to take a look at the business models to see what they offer and compare them and really understand what, you know, each offering means so that you can make an informed decision on where to start. I mean, where you start is not always where you're going to end up, but if you could start strong, you're more likely going to end, you know, stronger. Um, and I've been in other places, all wonderful places, but all the models look different. You know, they offer, offer different things. And I didn't even know EXP until I was intru introduced to EXP just two years ago um, by another agent. And when I took a look at the business model and looked at everything that it offers, I thought, I just thought it was a no brainer. Yeah. It was a no brainer. It was like it's real estate on steroids. I say that all the time. <laughs> it really is. I mean, it's, it's a place where you can grow a business, not just yeah. a, a, what would you call it? I mean, I don't, I, I think there's just a difference between growing a business and being a realtor. Yes, absolutely. And I think you hit that one on the nose. So that really changed it for me because I always looked at it like I have to produce for my broker instead of looking at it like I need to build a business for myself. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think it's really important when you're, you know, if we're talking about this subject of choosing a brokerage, no matter if it's at the, you know, you've never been with a broker before, you just got your license, or maybe you're looking to switch. Right. I think you first of all have to look at what's the community going to be like, because we are built to be in community with yes. each other. So, yes. you know, no matter if you're in a strong community where your mindset is everything when it comes to real estate. Yep. So I think choosing a community that's not only going to build, build your mindset, but they've already gone a few steps ahead. So once you get to that point, you still have people to learn and grow from, grow with and from. Um, I think that's huge. And then are you going to be able to build a business or are you going to be able to just be a successful realtor? Yes. I think that's a good question to ask because there are great brokerages out there. You know, I've been, cause I was with a local brokerage and then I was with um, like a luxury brand brokerage and they were both great, but they just didn't both have all of the aspects for me wanting to build a business and be an influencer. Like I could have all of these things in one place. Yes. I don't have to go out and find them on my own. I could utilize this, you know, mega name. And yeah. it's not even the name. 
that gets it all wrong because it's not the name. Like you are your brand as a realtor. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows who your brokerage is. Usually your clients yeah. don't usually know who your brokerage is, right? Mm -hmm. um, but you are the brand. And if you can be a part of something that's bigger where, you know, you have people who have built businesses around you, um, I just, I think that makes a really, I know it makes a really, it's made a big difference for me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, with EXP, we have the opportunity opportunity to brand ourselves. Like it's actually encouraged to, you know, brand your your name or your team name or, you know, brand yourself. And, you know, we have the ability to get creative with our signage and all of those different things. So um, I think that was also like a big thing for me as well. It's like you you want you want to really brand who you are. Like your brand is a personality. Yeah. And when you're and when you're, you know, in a in a situation where you're not you don't have the ability to brand yourself. Um, you kind of almost feel like you're, you don't stand out. You're just another realtor. So I think that was also a game changer for me as well. Um, but um, I, I think you're doing, I think you're doing amazing. What was your, what would you say is your, was your largest transaction this year at 15 million? Did you do a um, bunch of volume or did you have like a lot of really big? We did a lot of volume this year. It wasn't, nice. I mean, I think it was probably like somewhere around 800. Was nice. This, yeah. Biggest sale of the year. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a lot more volume and utilizing the team and my husband, yeah. like leverage, <laughs> leverage. I don't want to do it all. Yeah, no, <laughs> I the glory. <laughs> I'm completely with you. So is your husband enjoying? Oh, he loves it. Oh, he's obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> he is obsessed. He is, you know, morning, noon and night working. Um, so we have built a YouTube channel for our um, neighbor, well, for our city and oh, that cool. is his baby. Um, and we just got our first buyer from the YouTube channel we just launched recently. So um, that has been like what he's been working on. Of course, I've been in the videos with him and helping with it. But I'm like, no, you you really want to do this. You take the reins on it. And, you know, that's what he's wanted to do. So it's kind of been interesting stepping back from it because usually, you know, since I've been doing this for seven years, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm the one who's <laughs> making all the decisions. But it's nice. Yeah to, you know, kind of sit back and let him take control of that. So he loves it. So you, you essentially retired him from his, well, <laughs> in a way to in have, way, yes. I mean, he's definitely working more, so mm -hmm. I wouldn't say retired him, but it is setting us up for being able to, you know, retire and like step back and have just more freedom, you know? Yeah. Because he was working nine to five, but it was really, you know, a lot longer hours than that um, for somebody else's business. So to be right. able to do it for our business is amazing. Right. So he's been with you how many months did you say again? In July, he came over. Since July. So six months. Wow. So it's yeah. brand new. So what, so what is this year looking like for the both of you? Like, what are your plans this year? Uh, I have so a feeling you're going to take off. <laughs> this is yeah I mean we this is the first year where I feel like it's hard to say exactly because mm -hmm. I'm used to always doing my goals on my own like okay these are my goals for my business and now having him in the mix I'm like uh what because <laughs> <laughs> we 
both want, like we want the same thing, but we have like different ways of doing it. So he's going after the YouTube. Um, I am working on something specifically um, for agents and social media to grow their business. Mm -hmm. Um, And just like very agent focused this year and help agents grow um, and just, you know, kind of stay I mean, I'm not looking to do much more volume than we did this year, mm-hmm. um, but to have our, our agents do a higher volume is really the goal. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's nice that you've gotten to that place where you can take a step back and really focus on that aspect of the business. Um, it's, 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 it's nice to really help other people grow. Yeah. You know? And this is another reason why I do the show and the, and the show's name is go where you can grow for that reason is, you know, I want to uh, be able to offer something to everyone because no matter where you are in your life, there's always room for growth. Absolutely. There's always room for more. There's always room for better. And um, I think a lot of times, like, you know, people get caught up in where they are and they forget, like, you, you know, you, you could do more. You could yeah. do the same things that you're doing right now. Yes. You know, that aren't with us, you know, they could do the same things that they're doing right now without changing a thing Mm -hmm. and see a huge difference, you know, in their business. So much mindset. Mm -hmm. So much mindset. That's another thing I'm so grateful. My husband is the way he is because I mean, he's just got the faith (laughs) that I'm like, okay, like I'm going to do this, but I don't know if that's going to, make sense or work and, you know, being able to just kind of grab onto his faith. And I feel that way with a lot of our business partners as well. I feel so blessed by that to have people who like believe they're going to hit their next goal and then to see them do it, you know? And I think so much of that is because we have a group of people around us who are just like, there's no way, but yes. Yeah. And every year is going to look different because it's not just about selling, 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 selling. You do have the opportunity to now build a business and work with other agents all over the world, you know, locally and all all over the world, which you may not have had that reach, you know, beforehand. So there's there's a lot of different pivots that can happen, you know, in a short period of time, you know, as you're growing and you're, you know, climbing the ladder. And I feel like you've you've done so amazing. It's just such a short period of time. I'm like excited to see what's next for you. Um, You know, there's, there's always that next level, you know, and the next level requires a pivot, you know, and sometimes it requires a sit down to be able to plan, um, plan out what those things are going to look like for you. So So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you double your business this year. I think you're amazing. You're amazing at what you do. Thank you. Thank you. Any, any, any um, clients that I have that are going to your area, like you have them in the back. Oh, I love you. Everybody goes to you. <laughs> Kat, Kat is my go-to, my go-to agent. But thank you so much for joining us. I feel like there's so much that we could cover and so much that we can talk about. I mean, we're business partners yeah. in common. We have, we're with the same brokerage. We're with the same group. Um, we're exposed to a lot of the same things. Um, and this might like grant for us doing like a part two, like later on at some point. I want to keep up with, uh, with what's going on with you. Yeah, maybe like- we could bring uh, my husband in. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be great. A whole different perspective. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you guys another six months to get going. <laughs> right. I love it. That'd be and then, cool. 
And then, and then we'll connect again soon. I love it. So thank you everybody for joining. Um, it was a pleasure, you know, sitting here and, and being able to have this conversation with Kat. Um, thank you for taking out the time to talk to me. I know that you're, you're, you're very busy there in Orlando, Florida, um, but she's had much great success. So I hope, hope that everybody's um, was able to get some takeaways um, and Kat, we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye everyone.